Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today I am so excited to have on a 24 year old from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. His hockey journey has taken him to Canada, Croatia, and England. As a player, was a staple of the Columbia Valley Rockies, but he was already a professional coach before he was out of junior hockey, folks. He got his start in the Ebel with Medviskak Zagreb of Croatia, perhaps before he had pubic hair. He currently bleeds orange and is a Challenge Cup champion with the Sheffield Steelers. He has five seasons of coaching pro hockey under his belt. And folks, he is only 24 years of age. Welcome to the shed, Carter Beston. Will. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. What an introduction. Yeah. So uh, research team was hot here. Um, I get into how we know each other. Yeah. I, I don't know you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> no. No, this is our first time meeting. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. Um, I'd never researched even never got hot on you. Didn't know what you'd done. I just saw your coach in Sheffield and I wanted to chat. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for having me. I was really looking forward to it. I know we just touched on it uh briefly, but I was feel pretty bad. You messaged me probably a month ago, uh, wanting to do it, and I really wanted to do it. And I know you had you were going out to Cardiff and had yeah. for for the Myers uh testimonial there how was that by the way it looked pretty it, awesome it, it was everything I hoped it would be and more um yeah. yeah I hadn't been over there in a long time and um yeah to get to celebrate his career and uh and yeah I guess I saw a lot of uh shed uh clothing around the rink which kind of made my heart want to explode so that was pretty neat <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you see it in Sheffield too you see it all, all over the place over there and so, so I knew, I knew you were because of the podcast. Obviously. Well, like, we that's cool. Right. Meeting, but, I think that's uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We actually had Sheffield his... Steelers come, eh? We had Sheffield Steelers fans come to the Myers testimonial. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And I got pictures with them and stuff. So oh, there are some awesome. Steelers fans fan and yeah, we got a Steelers yeah. fan getting a two ales and hockey tails tattoo July 15th. Folks. No way. There yeah, you go. Pretty there exciting go. stuff, folks. Yeah, they're they're pretty uh those fans are crazy. They're loyal. Oh, so they're uh they're, they're passionate, awesome. you could say. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. geez, that's the perfect word. That's the yeah. perfect word. Um, yeah, pretty excited about that tattoo. So yeah, we don't know each other, but I guess nope. you've been coaching a bunch of shed guys, right? Uh um, yeah. Let's see here. Robert Dowd just met him at the testimonial, and he's about to have a testimonial, eh? Yeah, yeah, this is your this testimony you're coming up here. He's a great guy, great yeah. bloke. He's a yeah. top bloke. Great yeah. looking too. Fantastic looking. Fantastic looking. Best looking guy in the league, probably. I would say so. Guy. Yeah, I haven't seen anything <laughs> better out there. Good hair. Yeah, yeah no, 
Yeah, uh, you're right. It's always yeah. it's always done. It's always perfectly done. And yeah, he's the top score top score ever for the oh. Steelers. Like, kid, you did you don't yeah. get to have it all, Robert. You know, man. Have you seen him? Have you seen him fight? No, he can like, fight too. Crazy nails. He's an absolute nail gun. What? Like he 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 probably he led our team in fights this year. I bet. Yeah. And he's still that good looking. <laughs> exactly, and he's like a, he's a thirty over thirty goal scorer, and he I don't know, like a pretty I like I don't that think I've seen him in three years of coaching him, I don't think I've seen him lose a fight. Who's he fighting? Why is he fighting? A- anybody. He sees he's the kind of guy who sees red. You know, he sees mm. red and he just he just goes not like yeah. You're not talking. He does it. Uh, you know, a competitor that was like that, which I don't know if you would have played mm-hmm. coached against him, was Andrew Hotham. He used to be like our best defenseman oh. in Cardiff, and he'd also beat people up. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. he gets like Doty gets this like like this haze where um, even, even if it's not a fight sometimes or something happens, like if a puck stolen from him, you see it like in his, the look in his eye. It sounds yeah. ridiculous, but you actually do. And, I know what you mean. There's gets, guys like, that that happens to. You see oh, it. yeah. And he just – a switch goes and, like, there's an extra gear that he takes up and he doesn't lose a puck battle. He doesn't lose a race. And then if someone looks at him funny, he'll just drop him and beat the crap out of him. So, and then he's clutch pretty, at the end of the game score goal. Sounds like – yeah. Sounds like you might need to come to the shed soon, Robert. You know? Yeah, yeah. Get him on. Get him yeah. on. And then uh, your captain. Um, so, I'm going to have to have him on again, Jono, because um, – we had a great chat in the bathroom at Matthew Myers testimonial at the, at the bar because it was too loud at the bar. So everybody went to the bathroom to chat hockey. And um, right. um, I'm sure there's some fans out there that don't know what all went on in Jono's season, but that guy's a warrior. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. There's a reason he's a reason he's a, our captain and has been the Steelers captain for whatever it's been like 15 years or something, but I couldn't believe crazy. what he was playing through. <laughs> Yeah, he's man, he's crazy, and he's like he's one of those guys. I mean, you get players who uh, we actually have to like pull the reins on him, like like John don't take the day, like we don't you don't need to go out there today. And then even even that, it's like he wants to meet you in the middle, like okay, if I can't go on the ice, then he'll go to Mike, our strength and conditioning coach, and be like, okay, let's do this in the gym today. Like just just an absolute machine. He's thirty nine. Just an animal, too. eh? Gosh, he's I'm so tired at thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy what he's doing up there. So, um, yeah, I think guy. he's still got a lot left in the tank. Like I saw there last weekend, like he's still jacked. Yeah. And if he he doesn't have those injuries, I mean, who knows oh, no. what he? You know, he's still got lots in the yeah. tank, and that's something fans will probably never know what guys play through. They maybe don't oh, see yeah. the numbers that they've had before, but like, man, that's a teammate. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's oh. a leader. <laughs> no, he's, he's absolutely, he's, he's a, the perfect example of what a, what a captain should be. I guess everybody's wondering, we kind of have to say now, right? What was wrong with him? It's not like it's still broken, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's, it was, yeah, it was basically just, he had a couple Bro- Broken sternum ribs. and fractured rib. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He and, played and like think, twenty games, folks. Like that. That's just absolutely. Yeah, like he, Yeah, he, he basically like we knew something was wrong for a long time, but John again just like like oh, I'll be I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, and then yeah, basically we found out like like three weeks, and he's been playing with that for like three weeks, 
and uh we're just like what and then he's still like i'm good to go we're like no jono he's like well i've already been playing i've already been playing like i said for three weeks we're like jono let's let's get you right down big guy (laughs) yeah he's yeah just awesome though just a true uh it's just a perfect uh, example for that kind of guy. Uh, yeah, he he is. He's been the identity of the, the Steelers for a long time, and they've been oh, a hard yeah. hard team to beat for decades because they got a leader like that, right? Hundred percent. His jersey will be in their afters for sure. Yeah, and I wonder when Simsy comes on for episode two hundred if we're still going to stick to uh, announcing we're going to uh, retire Jeff Leguie's number soon, right? Simsy, if you're listening, just I, curious. I, I'm not part of them. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, just, exactly. just, just, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, episode 200 be cool if you announced it in the shed. No pressure, though, Simsy. <laughs> no pressure. Just trying to help, yeah, just yeah. trying to help a shed guy out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, anyways, another guy that's been uh, to the shed, um, he's actually a shed legend, is Evan Mosey. You were there for yeah. uh, Kit Kat Get That that we started here in the shed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was getting, I got pelted by a couple of them, I think, in the, right in the back of the dome. They were flying. I, I'm sure you've seen pictures and stuff, but that was insane. I didn't even really know what, like, I didn't know. So you didn't background. know that didn't happened, know what happened in the shed, right? No, I, yeah. So I found out after, uh, but even like when it happened, like I knew something was happening because Mosey, Mosey was just letting everybody know Kit Kat, whatever, Kit Kat, get that or whatever it was called. Um, there is, it was crazy. I don't, have you Thousands, had Mosey right? on since then? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and like there was like chocolate all over the ice and stuff, and then they yeah, had to like they, ban yeah, it. They're like they banned it. Eh? They do ban- it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, like, I really think it's really cool it, that yeah. it happened though. Like that, and it happened because the oh, Steelers, yeah. um, to be quite honest, they uh, supported the shed. Simsy came on. He retweeted stuff. He got me a whole bunch of new listeners. Yeah. And when Mosey came on, yeah. we asked for stickers. And then there was a peanut issue, right? So we can't do that. We know that. We were wrong. We shouldn't have done Snickers. So then all of a sudden, right, the Steelers jumped on board and said, okay, not Snickers. Let's do Kit Kat. Get that. And, like, even Kit Kat was writing to the Steelers and everything. And it all started here. It just warms my heart. Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. Do you know, like, do you probably get breakdowns where your listeners from? Are most of your listeners UK listeners? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost 70%. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's our honey hole, well, you could say. <laughs> oh yeah, well, makes sense. And you were like, because you played in Cardiff, what, two years? Was it two? One year, and then I got hurt the second year. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Uh the knee gave out. Yeah. Um, okay. I had PCL yeah. reconstruction six years earlier, and then, long story oh, short, brutal. cartilage all broke off. Now I got oh, a hitch in my giddy up, you know? Oh, brutal. Yeah, I think my research, the research team on my end is looking into you as well. And I think, yeah. Mm. There's a few things you may not have seen on there. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I used to spray paint myself naked and do pregame speeches for the boys. Oh, yeah, I think I missed that one. I think we missed that one. The research team missed that one. Yeah, but that's not on the line. You can't see that. <laughs> yeah, no. Good, that's good. Uh, you got good numbers, though. I saw, like... Were you 50, over point per game year one and then year two you did you only play 10 games year two yeah you, that's or, when my or, knee went yeah uh, i believe um other than the east coast by rookie year that was my own like those 10 games was my only season not getting a point a game but i'm not sure oh wow yeah i think so oh, there you go yeah there you go um, but yeah, no, don't pump my tires. This is my shed. I'm yeah, pumping yeah. yours, okay? Enough. Yeah, right, right. right making right. me feel sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Another way we know each other, shed guy. 
kit guy, Jeff Maxwell. Yeah, Maxi. Yeah, beauty. Absolute monster, too. I think he's like six, like probably the tallest guy I've ever seen. Like six, seven I've heard he's like an actual giant. He's huge, huge unit. He's a unit. A great so guy, though. Yeah, when, I was in. When I said you're coming on, I posted it. He writes to me, um, Little Beast, you should ask him if he can get Kale McCarr to the shed. And oh, I, no. And then I was like, I'm not sure what he's talking about. And then the research team got hot. And then I saw it. you played minor hockey with him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know Kale. Yeah. He's, he's pretty uh, good. Eh? Nasty. Eh? Was he that good like, when, he, when you guys were 15 and you're playing under 16 AAA was, did you like, no, then? Uh, no, not, no, not like he was getting, he was always like a, one of the best players on our team. Always. Right. Um, and he was always like, and so I played with him and against him. And when you play against him, same thing. He's always the one on the pre-scout sheet, but no one, no one saw like this that, coming. Like, coming. Because man, the, watching the, him in the, 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 the playoffs, like he, he honestly is like the best defenseman I've ever seen in like in my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. Yeah, it, no, it, it's crazy. Weird. I mean, like he's got. That trophy cabinet he's added, the con smite, the cup winner already, uh, the Norris already. And and that's the other thing. I, I I don't know if I saw something on Twitter about like Ryan Ryan Whitney was saying something about like the over under on his Norris trophy should be like four or something. I but, think like, he'll win he's more. Gonna, like, he's, he's gonna, gonna win, win a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a player. I found it um, very weird. He's playing in the NHL, and every time he touched the puck, something good happened. Like a teammate was getting a chance to score or he was getting a chance. Like almost every time he touched the puck, it was weird. Yeah. He, he, he's deadly. Like just a complete uh, game changer, to be honest. He's a lot of fun to watch. Like that, his skating is, is next level. Just yeah. like, it's already such a, such a fast game, but he makes everyone else look so slow. So <laughs> Which is just he's crazy. from your hometown. You guys grew up playing together. Is that the story? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's, he's, he doesn't live far from me actually when he's, when he's here, but um, yeah, he's a Calgary boy. Um, so in community, I played against him a lot. We weren't like, that's before like Bantam where you get into AAA and stuff. And then when you get into like AAA and AA and stuff, then we played for the same uh, association and different teams there sometime, but then we played together that, yeah, that midget, minor midget AAA or under 16 and uh, still in touch. Don't see him very often now, obviously the, well, not, it, not. I know we just met, but you know, if we hit it off tonight, you know, maybe let him know that you know, yeah. that's a fun yeah, place okay. to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll maybe I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> uh, anyways, here we go. So you are in Calgary right now, and the stampede is going down right now, right? Oh yeah. 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 I got. I think tomorrow I got Zach Brown band concert tickets that I'm and you're not even out. an active hockey player you can just do whatever you want you can have as much fun as you <laughs> yeah, want right exactly. yeah 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 something like that something like that it's uh i've been like i went friday to the have you been before no i've really wanted to i've heard great things it's 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 so great but it's so bad at the same time like it's just so exhausting it's, so, it's yeah yeah it's like you can't you gotta pick your nights like I went into it like I'm like I'm not. Uh, is it 14 days? 10, 10 days. 10 days. And but it's like 
I just, I'm just like, I can't even, I went into it. I'm like, I'm not making plans. Cause if you make plans, like, oh, I'll make like, you know, two, three days here, more stuff comes up. Like you, people are going every single day and you know, different people going every day. And I'm just, I just can't, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. Okay. So. It, well, let, just remember but we said you're only 24. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Focus yeah, up. Right. Okay. Focus yeah, I up. Know. I, yeah, I don't have it in me. Someday you'll just anymore. be in your shed talking about having fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Let's get out there. Live a little. Okay. <laughs> so what, what well, all goes yeah. on at the stampede? Is it like just beer tents? And then like, do you go to the events? Yeah. So actually my, so it's kind of funny. Like my dad's like a, a news anchor, like a broadcaster, or a sports reporter, a uh, bunch of stuff. I think he's a producer now, but uh, he used to do uh, like broadcast the rodeo and the chuck wagons and stuff. Every stampede on, oh, I think for CBC or breakfast television, one of those. And then, nah, uh, but we'd be able to go down, we'd go down all the time as kids. So they got, the events are huge, the rodeo, the chucks. Um, now, like when I'm home, I, it's more like, like we talked about briefly, it's a short summer at home with everybody. So it just kind of turns into like a social, it's, it's, it's more than tense now, yeah. like just because that's where, that's where all my buddies are going and, and that's, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. But yeah, there's like seven tents. There's like kind of like an, a bunch of rides you could do. The grounds are crazy the the events are nuts but what's what's super underrated is the food trucks there are next oh, level talk to me talk next to me. level oh what, I, they got, what are we they, going they, with like everything well deep fried oreos like nah, you're losing me you're no. losing me stop no it. trust me i you're, I that, you're probably one of those sickos that's going behind the fife arena getting the deep fried snickers or whatever <laughs> yeah right? no 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 but i i'm telling you i'm like i was you it's just it's 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 crazy what they have there and the deep fry oreo and they've been around for a long time i just had my first one there uh like last year and i was like okay this is this is staple so I really deep fried oreo is a staple i do yeah i'm more of a like ever, a meat and potatoes guy i'm not really a dessert guy i just always overdid like the main course you know yeah that's fair there's a lot of I don't know. You can find anything there. It's crazy. All the, the different meats and very uh, expensive. It's very expensive. 10 days. If you're uh, heading right. down, everything around it, like goes up, uh, drink prices go up. Like even if they're not on stampede around, so it's kind of crazy, but. Wow. Well, yeah. They may as well make their money when they can. How much would a beer be then? Yeah. Uh, I think like, well, at the 10, I was up the other day. It was like $8. So that's, that's not, not that like, bad, man. It's it's not it's just not, going to like a restaurant in town here is like ten bucks a beer now. Yeah, Makes me I, sick. I believe it. It's not that bad, but my buddy got a bought a hot dog, uh, and it was nineteen dollars or eighteen dollars, and it was a hot dog, and you know walks away from the food truck, gets bumped into, all loses it, gone. Didn't even didn't even get a bite out of that. That would have been a fancy Pretty hot dog, eh? Probably a lot of toppings on it. Uh, you know, not as many, not as many as you'd think this one. Now this one isn't, this one isn't where the food trucks were. This one is like in the tents where like, you know, oh, get just late. your, just your You've standard been... bun and dog. Eh? Yeah. 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 This one and he's paying 20 bucks for that shit with the food trucks around. No, you got to talk to that mean. guy. They're like, they're like, you said eight, eight buck beers, you know, not bad, not bad. But wait till you get the hot dog. Cause that's where they get mm. you. Okay. 
Um, so, um, you also, uh, yeah, by the way, the Calgary must be quite the hockey hotbed. So like, I know the Cardiff devils just had their summit with all the owners announcing the whole team. And that was at the stampede too. So did you ever bump into those fellas? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. I, I, do they do that? They do that every year here. I think, yeah, right? they bring the coach yeah. and the GM Todd over, and then they they announce stuff and have a, have yeah. a shindig. I think they're a bunch of Calgary guys that own it, right? They yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't see him. It's so there's so many people. Like I don't know where they were. Yeah. And there's even like talking about tents and stuff. I think there's like six or seven different tents now. Like it's a like, big, but Calgary is obviously a big hockey hotbed, eh? That like you know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of there's all it's a it's a big city and and uh, just about it seems like just about everybody's a hockey player or was a hockey player at some point. Yeah, yeah, everybody I know from there is okay. Better move on now. There you so go. We yeah. already have kind of covered yep. this. Where and what are you doing now? You're gonna play men's um, league tonight. You're gonna play hockey tonight. Yeah, it's a big game for the for the clams tonight. Big the clams? clams game. We're yeah, I think we're like one in fifteen, so we really need this win. We really yeah. need this one. This uh, you better um, get yeah, after it. Then. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a winnable game tonight. Um, but we're that's uh, yeah, it's men's league now. I haven't played it's like you said earlier in my introduction. I've like stopped playing at like nineteen or something. So it's uh, kind of stopped for a few years and uh, picked it back up. Like just uh, I'm one of my my cousins are all on this team and a couple of my friends and stuff so well you got an interesting story of how you stopped playing hockey so young so we're gonna have to get into this so you are the assistant coach of the Sheffield Steelers yeah so is your team recruited for next season are you guys done you just haven't announced it all yet yeah pretty close yeah pretty couple a couple like there's a couple more pieces but yeah a couple guys playing hard to get. I know. Uh, yeah, it's not even, you know, you know how it is. I do know how it is. Yeah, I do. Um, so when do you go back to Sheffield? Um, my flight is like August 10th, so a little less than a month now. Okay. So August, as the assistant yeah. coach, how what is your responsibilities? Are you deep diving into like the research team getting hot for uh the coach and helping with all the recruiting are you phoning guys and like talking to them like you're in the shed trying to see if they're good guys <laughs> that's more uh Fo- foxy does most of that um there's a lot of like foxy has a very good relationship with like agents and gms and all over europe uh, especially it helps like he was in the khl for five years as a general manager or, or something like five years and uh, so his his network and his uh, his circle is pretty impressive. So he does a lot of the the talking and the recruiting and getting names. And then I'll do a lot of he'll send me names to watch video on. And then uh, and he watches as well. He watches um, all the guys and stuff. And we just then we'll just kind of talk. So we just talk about everything. And I did and uh, see his uh, his resume. The research team saw that he. Uh... I'm surprised me and him never crossed paths. We were in similar circles yeah. there for a bunch of years. Yeah. Did you even play? Did you guys play against each other? Because you were in Germany for a long time. Yeah, but no, I just missed him everywhere. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Might have to get him to my shed, eh? 
Yeah, yeah, I can't believe you asked me first. I was like, you just, ah, you got, you got, you got to mess with the mentally sometimes. You don't got to get ready yeah, to catch it. Maybe I'll just talk yeah. to every one of his players before I'll talk to him. You know, just toy yeah, with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, he must, he must be getting uh, desperate over here. Like, when no. I got my message, <laughs> I saw that you were following this stuff. I like reaching out to yeah. people that already know what's going on. Yeah. No, you know? perfect. Yep, yeah, perfect. Okay, and it's quite the story. You are, you're in your fifth year of pro hockey and you're 24 you haven't played hockey since you're 19 weird story so let's do it so growing up in calgary how'd you get into hockey everybody plays hockey there. um yeah played since i was four years old so i kind of you know just grew up with grew up with skates yeah nothing nothing super special there my grandpa had a grandparents had an acreage in the pond and so i think i was like we even knew how to skate before then, but then I actually started playing like organized hockey. At, like I think it was called squirts when you're like four years old or something. So you're born and raised in Calgary, right? Yeah. Yeah. So super, minor hockey the whole way up there too, then. Yeah. Minor hockey the whole way. Until, okay. Until, until that one year in junior. But. Yeah. So let's do that. eh? So is your Calgary yeah. team pretty good growing up? You got Kale McCarr. You guys got to be all right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you, that year in particular, when we had Kale, we I don't, we were not very good actually. Um, there's some really, really good teams though. It's like, uh, you know, when I was playing Bo River Bruins, like community before AAA and stuff, uh, we had a really good team, a lot of skilled guys. And then once you get to Northwest, um, how it works in Calgary is it separates into like four different it's quadrants so there's northwest team northeast team southwest and a southeast team and uh that's how they divvy up the teams that way so that's how i you know you so know a lot your of team might not well, have been the strongest mostly how you no I, we were like we had good teams but it kind of changed each year to be honest like that triple a team for example um you know that you brought up with that when kale was on our team there um there's two teams from our quadrant so then the coach, like, there's a draft every year, and the, you get drafted from the tryouts and the picks. So that's why even though, um, like, I, I could play with guys one year and then play against them the next year. That's and bizarre. Like even it's, it's, Yeah, it's a little bit of a different setup. So it's kind of different. But then, you know, you don't get stuck with a real team every year or, or a hot team every year. It changes each year. So. I, mean, I guess, yeah, it's just strange when you don't move and you're not with, the, like, the same guys. But, okay. So then under yeah. 16, you're AAA. Under 18, you play AA, right? Yeah. And that's 2014-15, yeah. folks. That's what I'm playing for the Cardiff Devils. That's when my career is coming to an end. You're playing under 18. <laughs> <laughs> under 18, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully we can get along tonight, even with the generational gap here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by the, like I said, I think I'm one of the younger, younger guys on the Steelers. So. Uh, so how, yeah. How is that then as the coach and you're as young as any of them? Oh. Yeah, no, it's, there's. They there's probably no chirp you that. just like you're one of the guys, eh? Oh or yeah. Worse. Oh, maybe. Yeah. oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I got to be able to, you got, I mean, it's, a, it's a locker room, right? You get, you get chirped and you got to be able to dish it back. And But a good group of guys. I, I, don't, have, I don't have a single thing to complain about. That's great. Um, okay, so then how do you know Aaron Fox? I saw you went to uh, Croatia with him. How? Where was the connection? Research team couldn't find it. Did you know him before well, okay, that? Okay, so um, I always kind of like, no, 
no, he just, he, he hired me and that was like my first job and that's how I, I knew him. But, uh, the connection and how I got that opportunity was through my cousin. Uh, I have a cousin named Dylan Beston and he was the video coach. He was the video coach for the Q or for the Charlottetown Islanders in the QMJHL. And then, uh, his head coach, Gord Dwyer, do you know that name at all? Yeah. Gordy Dwyer. Yeah. He went to Zagreb as the head coach in the KHL. That's when they were in Russia. I believe they and, came to Cardiff during that time for something. Yeah. There was a train, there was a training camp there. So my cousin would have been there. I don't know if you were, if you would have, I, I wasn't, no, I wasn't there. No. Okay. Um, but he, so he was video coach for them in the KHL. Um, then my first year was the first year they left the KHL, went to Austrian league, the EBEL, which is now called yeah. the ice hockey league, I believe. Um, and, uh, when I got there, my cousin got a promotion. And so they needed like a video coach. And uh, that, that's what I was looking to do. And uh, my cousin got me that first opportunity, took me up with Foxy. And that was. And you were so, then that's kind of gets us into where we were going. But you were a junior hockey player and you knew you wanted to be a video coach? Well, I, I knew I wanted to be a coach. I didn't know, like. like but you weren't even they, done I, junior hockey yet. No, no, I, I've only played one year in junior hockey and then I got into it. Like I was planning on doing one year and then like going to, I wanted to go to school for like sports management and, uh, to, you know, and that and see what came out of that. And then I got this opportunity and I and decided you ran I with that sense. It. Yeah. Yeah. Seems yeah, like it's like, going you know, all right. Get your foot in the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah, complain. Pretty happy with where I'm at right now. So. Okay. Well then I got to backtrack again, back on the rails here. So you did the under 18 and then you went to a prep school somewhere. Yeah. So it's again, over here, there's like, so that's prep is like triple A uh, and then varsity is double A. So I, I did it in Calgary, just at Canada Olympic park at COP at Winsport. I uh, played on that team and it was just like a lot of, a lot of travel. Um, so it's not an actual school you were at. You were, you're just playing like triple A. Yeah, but it was like in the school league, even though I didn't like change schools. So it, they're in the like CSSHL, like the called the Canadian Sports School Hockey League or something. I could I could have butchered that. I don't know, but I think that's what it's called. Um, there's a lot of really good teams in there, like uh, Burnaby Winter Club. It was a nasty setup. Delta. There's a lot of the BC teams are really good. Um, Edge, Edge, which is another Calgary school here. They play. Um, but it actually just like I had to transfer to like online schooling. Uh, I did a couple of classes online, but still got to like graduate from my high school and go to class at my high school. And so it was like Sound, a weird transition. Sounds strange. Played it there. It was, it was strange. Just super sweet facility, super good setup at uh, COP though. You got to change it. All right. It's where Hockey Canada is. Their offices are and stuff and their gym and all the so They got all the stuff, facilities so. then. Yeah, it was next level, and that's and that kind of drew me there. Okay, so then after that year, you go to the Columbia Valley Rockies. Where's that? Yeah, that's in Invermere, BC. You ever been? No, I haven't been to BC. No. Really? Yeah. Beautiful. I know. I hear. So it's, it's unbelievable, and kind of like on what what we were talking about how. Uh, when we got sidetracked there, how I kind of knew I want to do one more year of hockey. Um, my parents have like a place in Invermere, uh, like a like a little uh, 
get getaway cabin there. And uh, how far is that from Calgary? Two and a half hours. Like it's awesome. Like maybe three hours. Um, and it's like it's it's just beautiful, and it seems like so many people in Calgary like have those. It's like where a lot of people go. Yeah. Like a lot of like the lake homes and stuff. The boats because they got a beautiful lake and. Um, so I kind of knew I wanted to do that. The population, the winter is like five, I, I could be wrong. It's like 5,000 people or 10,000 people. And then it's like 60 in the summer, like 60,000 people. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, I kind of just went there and knew I wanted to do one more year and thought it'd be a fun place to go get away from home. And uh, sounds like a nice yeah. place to go. It was, it was a blast. I had a blast there. A lot of fun. Um, and your, the research team is really hot. Was your coach Wade Dublowitz, the old goalie? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just remember him. He was like in HL, NHL, right when I was breaking into pro. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was with the the, the Islanders. Islanders yeah. Right? yeah. The Islanders. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, good guy. He he's your coach there, eh? So that's a pretty good coach. He was an NHL yeah. player, right? So yeah, you... yeah, good guy. Really good guy. So you knew after that one year. Then that's when you get the video coaching job in Croatia when you're what, 18 years old. Yeah. yeah or yeah. 18 or 19. Yeah. And then you're just moving to Croatia after your year in BC. Yeah. And it was kind of, it helped a lot. Like it was because of my cousin, like I, I he prepared me a lot and I knew what to like expect. And, you know, I kind of had, it. it wasn't like I was, going to moving to Croatia, like knowing nobody. I was moving to Croatia and had like one of my, one of my best friends there. Cause he was the assistant coach at that time. Um, right. And then the following year, the following year he uh, left, he went to Vienna, signed in Vienna with uh, Dave Cameron there. Okay. Uh, um, so then what was it like moving to Croatia as an 18 year old? It was awesome. Like beautiful. Like it's the most beautiful place I've ever been. To be honest, it's, it's I've crazy. heard some wild things. I just saw my buddy in the airport when I was on the way to Matthew Myers testimonial. I saw Dave Kuzno, my mentor from Western Michigan, and he was on his way to Croatia for a, for a vacation. And I've only heard like traveling the coast. There is just wild. It's wild. I, I, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, it's like, as far as like quality of life and living in city, like it's hard to beat like it was crazy now like our team the organization thing was a little was, was a struggle at times i'm sure you've heard from maxi um yeah i've heard a few it, things it, about that time there <laughs> yeah yeah but even my first year like i was it was my first job too like i wasn't i wasn't making a lot of money like it was it was more just me getting my foot in the door and i knew like um you know i, I knew kind of like it was more long-term like uh goal so, so what's the video do. coach doing then like are you going through every game and like doing every four check every d zone and you're clipping every player's shift and you're clipping every power play is that what you're doing yeah yeah so I, and i would do that live so i'd be like upstairs like in the press box or whatever and uh tag that all live and then bring down my laptop in between periods. And then I have everything there for the coaches, for the players, for whoever. Um, so I would do that live. And then I would uh, also like pre-scout the other teams. Like if we were playing Red Bull Salzburg coming up, I would go through their most recent game and do the exact same thing. So then the coaches can, 
have everything they need yeah. ready. Yeah, exactly. Mm. How many hours do you got to be working to do that? Did you get to have fun uh, when you're 18 in Croatia? Or are you just working? <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work, especially because I was also there to like learn as well. So like I was on the ice for all the practices and stuff and, uh, you know, in the office with the coaches too, even I, I was trying to do more like probably more than i needed to do right and just kind of that's the only way you get ahead and that's the only way he takes you with him to sheffield just me thinking out loud (laughs) yeah no you're right exactly it's exactly right so it was a lot of hours and like sometimes you like go cross-eyed looking at the computer screen all that time but i always uh, hated video couldn't stand it I yeah, hated watching I, uh, video of myself fair. and the coaches telling me what I did wrong. I knew what I did wrong as soon as it happened. I didn't need nobody telling me. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. I understand. But no, I understand it for a coach's perspective to have it all like bookmarked and exactly where you need it. Like coaches didn't have that when I was playing. That maybe makes me sound old, but coaches in Germany were not watching video or doing much and nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's even like it's it's you can like, again, you got to use it right too, because like, it's also it's like, I've had conversations with guys this year. It's like, you can break down a play and you can hit pause and slow it down and then adjust it. But like, again, it's a quick game, right? So you obviously you're not, everything happens so fast. You don't have that ability. It's easy now looking at hindsight, what you should have done. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think again, it's still good to go over that, but you have to have like, you, you can't do it too much exactly and coaches i think coaches need to know that as well like okay like you know you're we're not right you still gotta like it's so much easier from this chair uh in hindsight 2020 but um you really got to uh use it properly but it's uh it's still even though now i'm an assistant coach it's still a lot of freaking video so Right. And well, yeah, it would be, that's what it is nowadays, right? The games change. You have to know what they're doing, right? You have to be prepared. Yeah. 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 Don't just go out there and play and figure out what's going on. Like we used to. No, 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 not anymore. Okay. Here's one of my cutting edge questions here in the shed. Okay. You ready? As a coach, year one in Croatia, your team had, Canadians, Croatians, a Norwegian, Swiss, Slovenian, Slovaks, Finns, Americans, Czechs, and Swedish players. So what's it like coaching all the different nationalities? They all are different. Where you were born and raised makes you who you are, doesn't it? Absolutely. But it's also, it's 100% true. And that's why I think those like dressing rooms are so it's awesome to be in there though because everybody brings in something completely different in the locker room and that's probably like that's got to be what you miss the most isn't it I, the, like, the, well, the, why do you think i came out here and started talking to people about their lives and hockey no, like, that it's because i exactly miss doing it, it in the room that's what you do right you no, get by the end of the season exactly you're brothers because you know about their sister you know about their brother you know what their parents yeah. do you know yeah no it's crazy and and, and it, i think like what's really tough about that is like you meet some awesome people and like i you know i might i can think of um you know one guy at the top of my head uh, i'm still in touch with and stuff his name's thomas kudelka he's czech republic and he was uh, on that team and you know you just like when are your paths going to cross again you know and obviously in the hockey world they they might you know you never know but 
if you're still in that circle, right? Once you're not in that circle, man, I didn't, my whole life of hockey was just dormant. It's like, it never even happened for like five years. Right. Like I, I, there wasn't that much staying in contact. It's like, what do you even talk about when you don't see each other and you're not in the same line of work anymore? Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's just, that was like kind of, those are such unique locker rooms, but then you like create these like good relationships with people. And then you just kind of, it's crazy. You guys go, you go that way. And you, again, you still, you, you may still never see each other again though. Right. Like there's a lot exactly of guys that. I played with that. I probably will never see in person again, but now I have this, I yeah. at least get to see people. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Now, now you can, now you have a reason to come, yeah. come to the shed. <laughs> Man. I like people used to say, I was going to run out of guys. It's actually the exact opposite that's happened. Like, it's like with yeah. you, like I reach out like, Hey, let's do this. And then some guys yeah. must, they must be so mentally mind effed by me because I said we were going to do it. And then all of a sudden I get totally sidetracked. It's like two months later. Right. I'm like, Oh, Hey buddy. What's <laughs> <Right>. up? <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. That's hilarious. What, like, so what episode is this that we're on right now? 185. Wow. And Pretty, when did you start? When did, when was episode one? January thirty first, two thousand twenty one. Wow, wow, that's a lot. I've done a that's lot. Awesome. I've been busy. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah, that's it's sweet. been busy. Yeah. Um. So actually, while I'm on the topic, there, I never say this. I am open to sponsorships, folks. If people want to sponsor the shed, please reach out. I'm not going to call you. You're going to have to call me. I don't have a sales team. I'm just talking to my shed, having fun, but I do have a dream that someday I'll get compensated doing this with my friends. I don't currently, but it'd be cool to get sponsored. And if you like what I'm doing out here, just reach out, right? Perfect. There we yep, go. Absolutely. Doors always open folks. Um, okay. So Croatia food, what's it like there? I've heard oh, a couple of times seafood and stuff, right? A lot of seafood, especially down like by the coast. And a lot of meat, like they do a lot of like meat plates and stuff. And it's fantastic food. It's fantastic food. Like even, even in Zagreb, like you're a couple hours from the coast still, but it's just awesome. And so cheap, Ugh. like so cheap. Yeah. You're talking dirty no, to me already. We just messed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, do your team any good while you guys were there? You guys had some money issues. Um. Yeah, we had some major money issues. I think we we did very well our first year. Uh, well, my first year there. Sorry, in the Ebel, um, we were like we 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 have the lowest budget when we were there. We had the lowest budget in the league, and yeah, you know, late late paychecks and stuff, and it was it was a little, a little bit of a struggle. But that being said, I think there's 12 teams in the league, and we finished fifth going into playoffs. So we did quite well, and we lost i think in game six of the first round to lens who was like uh who was i think finished third or something i don't know so they're ahead of us yeah. so we did we did well all things considered that first year the second year if you want are we, do we want to get in the second year i, I think i think it's time i know i think it's time okay. um yeah. i did the only thing is like <clears throat> you as a player it's over now yeah. pretty much i guess we're going back one more time but Oh, why, yeah. don't, why don't you give me your yourself? Why don't you give a player review of yourself? Because I screwed up last time. I don't have the confidence anymore to do a player review. <laughs> okay. Uh, player review of myself. I was like, uh, I was kind of a piece of shit. 
just like a rat and uh um not never been a huge guy but i was super i was fast um not not a skill guy just quick feet and i'd uh penalty killer like yeah penalty killer and i and i'd be like net front power play guy like just because i could take abuse but um you know that kind of i'd i'd like yeah i'd throw my way around a lot and uh do a lot of dirty plays i think i had a lot of penalty minutes yeah a lot of penalty minutes yeah okay fair enough uh i think i could have got that anyways i think i already do that but i think my confidence is going back but i should have done it okay so then yeah you knew that you weren't making it as a player i guess um and you were like i want to stay in hockey i love hockey and i want to be a coach right yeah yeah and then that opportunity just kind of puts its head up there and you put your resume in and next thing you know you're on your way to croatia yeah, just pretty much nailed it. Thanks to, I mean, it helped that I knew I had my cousin out there who uh, had that. He he basically got me that that first job. And that Fox, he went from playing to like straight into being like their GM, right? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was like a player. Yeah, he was a player for Innsbruck, and then got. I think. Ah, you're gonna have to have him and ask. I'm gonna ask have to ask him but... because yeah, it seems interesting that like a guy that young, yeah, like went straight into getting like a GM job of yeah. like uh, of yeah. of a team. You know, must be a pretty impressive he guy. Always, Is he impressive? Well, so he plays. He's a bit oh, of a yeah, competitor, he's, yeah, he's eh? Switched on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. I, I mean, I think think to be a to be a coach, you need to be. Oh yeah. Especially, especially in pro hockey. Yeah, I've seen a couple like interviews with him. He's always got his game face on it. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's definitely you know means business, but uh, he's uh yeah. He's we got have, we have he's got respect around the world though. Eh? I've saw his resume. Yeah, and you're getting jobs like that. It ain't it ain't like suspect dudes getting those jobs right out of playing. No. You know? No, no, no. Okay, second year though, you guys go tits up, eh? Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough year where basically we, yeah, we just stopped getting paid um, about November, December time. Um, and it was, it was a full brutal. team across we, the uh, board. Like nobody. Well, so basically, so yeah, more or less, I think, to be honest, it might have. So what happened was, is like, our where our money was coming from uh like they just didn't have they ran out to pay imports or something and uh so then our imports all left and we didn't want we, we also weren't getting paid but we didn't want to be a part of that we're like right this can get beaten 10 nothing and talking about competitive like this is not a competitive team we're gonna have here like well no i've, fun, I've so. seen it before in europe like there was a year in germany there was a team, yeah. uh, God, Landsberg. So they're in the second league. They have a great team. We're halfway through the season, and they literally just couldn't pay the guys anymore. So all the imports leave. They all go to, like, the DL. And then they play the rest of the season with, like, like not even half the team they used to have. And they would just get throttled every night. And that was the only yeah. way they didn't so go that's bankrupt. What, that's what, yeah, that's exactly it. And that's what happened. They finished the year. But it was, yeah. Like you said 
they got throttled 10 nothing. They got like be like 13 nothing by like Vienna. And like these teams aren't even dressing their guys, right? Like it was, and no, so we don't want to be a part of that, obviously. So we like no. step, step the way, like get out of here. But yeah, it's tough. It's too bad because it's a beautiful place and the fan base is awesome there and they deserve to have hockey games. I hope someday. So there isn't one there at all right now. There's nothing there. I don't think so. That's they might have like, they might have like one, you know, like a men's league team or something, but there's, yeah, there's no, there's no top end team. Sounds like a great place to play. It is unbelievable, man. It's so cool. Such a great, great city. And like, like same thing man the, the fans is crazy i didn't know anyone hockey was in croatia you know and I, mean, I think they have two rinks in the whole like city and one of them's like uh or not even a rink basically and then <laughs> the one we're in is just it's just it was awesome and you know the, the, the fan base and the following they got was super impressive and i really hope they get a team back there because it's awesome it's a great well, place. I do know growing up in Canada, I had no idea how much hockey was being played around the world. I got a better idea nowadays. Not a talk yeah, about yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, eh? it's insane. Yeah. Uh, and same thing when I feel like even well, even England, like there's people I talk to here, like what I'm doing, and like they have no clue. They they just have no idea what it's like over there, you know. So, in England. The fam, the, yeah, England, Croatia, I don't think. There's a lot, a lot of people here don't. They don't understand hockey. how passionate the fans are, right? Like, yeah, yeah. How passionate the fans are, and actually how good hawk of the hockey is. You know, I don't. Like, no one. The resumes that. of the players going to the EIHL nowadays is like they're they're players. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, they're they're legit. They 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 can all play, and it's uh it's impossible. Like it doesn't matter what I people they'll they won't get it unless you go they need to watch a game well i never realized how few of jobs there are in europe and the world like i was very naive when i was playing but i was in beating high and i just kept getting re-signed and like they wanted me back it's like once you start needing new jobs and need to find new teams like for a team to actually yeah. take a chance on you over all the other dudes out there yeah. like yeah it's yeah. either a connection or they've seen you play and were wooed by you like there's always a reason why they yeah. want you, right? 100%, 100%. Yeah, so how do you – I guess we talked about your recruiting a bit. Um, okay, so you just stop getting paid. So then you leave and you go back to junior hockey. <laughs> yeah, that – this is really funny, actually. Like you said, I was, I was young. You've been a so pro video like... coach for a year and a half, and now <laughs> yeah. you're back to junior hockey yeah folks yeah. you never know what you're gonna hear in the shed <laughs> no you never know and this is funny actually too like the whole way this came about but um i actually uh played yeah i don't even know how many games i played but then i talked and talked about you my um, about my player review i gave myself earlier yeah uh a little bit of a little bit of a uh you know a nut job but there's this guy who's like six three six four well the last regular season game of the year and there's a puck straight in between the two of us. And I'm, and I'm like, totally disregard the puck. I'm like, I'm going through this guy, like him and I, and he had the exact same idea. So neither of us go for the puck and we just collide right behind the net. Um, you know, he, he dropped and my shoulder was just down. Like uh, by my, it was brutal. You can actually still see it. I saw I it when you did that. Don't do that again. Yeah. I don't like that. Stop <laughs> that. Put your shoulder it's back terrible. in. It's Put terrible. it in. 
Put it in. You, you, <laughs> you, you, you podcast listeners, uh, just take my, take our word for it. It's pretty gross. So I have a pretty, yeah, gnarly, pretty well just threw up in my now. mouth there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was, uh, I like separated my AC joint and, uh, tore and stretched some ligaments and dislocated my shoulder as well. And then, um, so that's the end of that. Season. I go to, that's the end of that season. I'm riding back from the hospital in like a sling. And then I get a, a phone call from Foxy or actually I think it was a, a FaceTime video call. And, uh, he, again, we were in touch the whole time. He just let me know what he had going on. Cause he left Zagreb when I left and, uh, he's let me know. He's like, I got a couple offers here, but I think I'm going to go with this one in Sheffield. Um, would you want to like, would you be interested in coming as an assistant coach there and coming with me? And I'm like, yeah, like, that'd be great. Awesome. Not close to that at all. And he's like, okay, time out. What the fuck happened to your shoulder, man? Like, what's going on here? He didn't even know I went back and played and he just burst out laughing, just losing it on the phone. Like you're, he's like, you're an idiot. You're such an idiot. I'm like, yeah, I tried it. One more, one last kick of the can. Well, you have to, right? You have to. (laughs) Yeah, you have to. But yeah, then that was, that was it. And then I ended up showing so that's how the season ends, but then you already have the job in Sheffield. So that's a strange feeling. You get hurt in junior hockey and you're, you have a head, you're an assistant coaching job in pro weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. eh? <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> Most guys are trying weird, to get a pro contract after junior, right? You're <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting a coaching job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, just happened literally right on my way back from the hospital. So it's kind of funny. Um, so when you guys were in Croatia, though, you also had a guy you took with you to Sheffield, eh? That Armstrong, big tall dude. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a great player. You should, I mean, a great guy. You should have him on too. Um, he, I figured he's he a good was, dude if you guys bring him with you, right? That's how the hockey world works. Is like when you get a great player and you switch. Yeah, there's certain coaches that bring guys with them, right? Well, you know what? It was almost the other way around because Army was in Sheffield before he came to Zagreb. And he okay. played there for a couple of years. He wanted to get to a better league or like try, try it, took a crack at it in Sheffield. We, uh, you know, like you said, we fold, we fold that year. Tough year. Army finds himself back in Sheffield to finish that season. And uh, then the opportunity came himself. So I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of that had to do with Army, to be honest, because uh, they would have know, asked they, him. Exactly. So, wow. Hey, but people helping people, it's great a guy. powerful thing. Yeah, exactly. Another yeah. guy that would be familiar to some of the listeners would be a guy that played in Cardiff, David Brine, played for you in Croatia. Yeah, yeah. He's Croatian too, actually. So he's, he's Croatian. Croatian. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he has his passport. I Did David Amonti get he, it for him? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was going to say, I was like, I think he counted as a Croatian for us. So. Amonti yeah, was telling guy, me he though. had some uh, crafty things going on in Croatia for a few years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I understand. So then, uh, so your shoulder went, like, when you go back to junior, is that the end of the season? Or, like, when was it? Yeah, the year? it was. Yeah, it was the last regular season game, so I didn't even get to play the playoffs. Oh, the last okay. regular season game. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Um, well, so then you get to Sheffield. Okay. So yeah. you're like the youngest guy and you're the assistant coach. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I was my first year in Sheffield. That would have been like 21 or something. 20, huh. maybe. I don't know. 20 or 21. One of those. 
Uh, 24 now. 21, interesting dynamic though, right? Isn't it? I never yeah. had a coach oh, that yeah. young. No, it's it's definitely an interesting dynamic, but it's I'm also don't have to be as an assistant coach. I don't really have to be the bad guy, which helps a lot, right? It's all yeah, like um, you can kind of be one of the boys, right? Yeah, I can. Yeah, you got to walk, and I got to be careful with that as well. Obviously, I have to walk that line a little bit, especially being so I young and got to be tough at 24 to not want to go out with the fellas and get yeah. in here. No, yeah, I, I, I like I'll I'll pick my spots. I think I go like I'll maybe do a Christmas party with them, and then. Uh, when we win a trophy at the end of the year, I'll go out with them. Then you know those are my kind of my two, my two times. And they, and it and that's what's that's all it is. I think just um, it's important to walk that line. And like I think I'm, yeah, I yeah, do it yeah, quite you well. Do you know, you, yeah. yeah, you. I get to be. You know, I don't get to go out with them, but I might be able to go and be like, you boys go out last night. How was it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I can do that as a. You know, I can kind of walk. As long as you're not going and telling on them, right? Because then it'll be the last time they no. ever tell you. No, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly it. That's what I'm talking about. You got to walk that line somewhere in between. Because they, they know. They know. If they know if they if you rat them out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, they smell. They can smell it on you for sure. Oh yeah, I've had those guys before. Do it to the fellas. They don't forget <laughs> that shit. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So then that first year, though, um, I honestly don't know how everything goes. I should know after all the chat and I've done. But you guys win the Challenge Cup. Yeah. You sent me that yeah. picture, eh? One. Yeah, yeah. It's still it hard was, for uh, me to see the Steelers winning shit. I know I should be over it by now, you know. Can, in your, can't get in your that. Doubles, I think we won that in your doubles barn, too, there. It looked familiar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, – So who'd you beat? Cardiff. Oh, we yeah, started. in their own bar. Yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, we were it was a weird one actually. We were the home team because we were the higher seed, but uh, it was just like a neutral venue, um, and that was so, that was so cool. We won four three that game, um, and the atmosphere was probably like the best atmosphere I've ever been a part of in hockey. And I like I've been in and I, I've been part of games where there's nine and a half thousand people at, in Sheffield and it's just that those are electric too. But what it was so cool about that challenge cup game is it was split right down the middle. 50, like 50. The, yeah. The Steelers fans, the orange on this side, the red on this side. And they're just, and you know, what, how, how many seats are in Cardiff? 3,000, three and a half or something. Yeah. Something so like split like 1500 people each, but they're just competing for noise the whole time. And that sounds fun. That's when hockey's fun. Oh yeah, it was it was the coolest atmosphere ever. And I think like even even for me, like obviously you want that you want that trophy, but and just probably like you and you when you go to England, it, the whole is it it's hard to wrap your head around. Like oh, you get three chances to win a trophy here, and you know that that's all strange. But um, and you know I always knew like the the league was the big one. The league was the big one. So I didn't really know what to expect expect for this challenge cup game i but, I, I literally totally understand because when i went to the uk there were games that were counted as league and challenge cup games there were just challenge no cup way. games there was league games oh yeah there's the double deppers um and oh, like, they don't do that anymore oh if, if you lost it one of those games oh man they were upset <laughs> um, oh, yeah. but like i didn't even understand it all and then when you finally figure it all out and you're like okay it's all about the league ones and this challenge cup is a challenge cup but then we got to the finals of it. And we play in Sheffield against Sheffield, and man, I could not believe how many people were there. That's what I mean. I was it was so crazy. And when I first actually started to realize was when I was 
Uh, we don't, we don't get a coach's office when we're in Cardiff. We, so we work out of the bus. So we're parked outside in the, in the bus and the lineup was like wrapped around the arena. And I was, that's kind of when I was like, I wake up calling okay, wow, this is so they care about this one too. You know, oh, yeah, you know they sure I mean? do. Yeah. So, it's yeah, funny when you're in the group awesome. stage, everybody kind of pretends like they don't care. You get to the semifinals and the finals, people really care. Oh, oh, winning yeah. a trophy so was, is winning a trophy, right? <laughs> I mean, exactly. And that's and then same thing. Like we get in, we get in the bus and all the guys are like, okay, quick, let, let's go, let's go. And like everyone's in a hurry to get home. And I guess it's every trophy you win in Sheffield, you go back to the arena and the fans meet you there. And oh, really? uh, so, yeah, and it's like a, a little bit of a tradition. So we get back on this, and this is like, this Challenge Cup was on a Sunday. We probably get back to Sheffield's Arena at like, I don't know, 1.30, 2 a.m. There was like, I don't know, a thousand fans are waiting, just like losing their marbles. And they're just taking the like, day off work, eh? Oh, it was awesome, man. It was so cool. It was so, so cool. And that's, and that's just what I mean, like, talk about, to try to tell, just trying to tell people uh, about like the following over there when, like in Canada here, they don't get it, but I'm, you've seen it. You need to see it, right? Oh, it's the only man. way you it's, understand. It really is wild. But um, was that your first time winning? Uh, that was my first time. Yeah, it was, and it was my first year in in Sheffield. Yeah, uh, man, winning is yeah. like it's very addictive stuff. Mm. Oh, it's uh, it's right after it's the first thing I said. Oh, well, I want to do this again. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and but that being said, too, it's like the the losing. The makes it worse right so what yeah and and when you lose to the like it makes it, it the lows are what make the highs so you know mm-hmm. worth it like all the because now i've been there three years well three i guess we had the covid year so it was almost two full years we won you know the the cup that year we didn't get to finish the rest obviously because the covid um and then this last year second place sucked you know oh, second, place second place so brutal. It's, the worst. it's the worst but how many points like did was it because so both years i was in cardiff we lost i think it was by two points both years to sheffield oh, so I, I i i've had a hard time with the orange for so long i you know yeah, what yeah. i don't hate the orange that much anymore you know when they can when sheffield yeah. steeler fans can drive to cardiff to meet me at the testimonial yeah. you know what you got kit kat get that there's thousands of kit kats at the ice maybe it's time yeah. for me to move on you know no nah, yeah i think you got to you got to at least uh, i got a challenge cup it. right you know yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly i'll never forgive you <laughs> Just, <laughs> i'm not yeah losing not, sucks <laughs> losing sucks. sucks yeah yeah so now i've got i've done both in sheffield so it's uh you know obviously there's, there's only a one that you want to that you don't want to do ever again. But. So uh, some, some guy, another guy I just met from your team that uh, was, he's on a couple of your poster pictures, Davey Phillips. Yeah. He's a beauty. Eh? Yeah. He, that guy's a full-time beautician. Yeah. He's a great guy. Great guy. Awesome guy. Really big fan of Dave. What a uh, player too. Do you, you would have played against him too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm trying to think, I feel like he's, I don't know if he was on Sheffield the whole time when I was in the UK, but I don't know. There was a, yeah, you, there was a time when he was in Manchester and you could have been a Manchester guy. I don't know. Were, I could be making stuff up, but I do remember him um, in Sheffield. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the funny story I just heard about him. Um, so 
Matthew Myers and his wife, Nairi. We drive to uh, by Gatwick to before our flights. And they, we were just telling stories, having a casual night there at the hotel. And um, yeah, I guess Davey Phillips once, or I guess just this year with team Great Britain um, was mooning Mizey, right? Like had her yeah. op- opened yeah. up there and um, it was yeah. Nairie looking at it, not Matthew. Nairie came to the door. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. She that got to sounds, see it. It sounds like Davey. <laughs> yeah. And so Matthew's wife got to see it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's a 10 out of, he's a stand-up guy, 10 out of 10. I know. And he said he's going to come to the shed too. Yeah. And that's, oh, that's the yeah, thing. It's like, how do I have the time to do all this? You know? <laughs> oh, he's, he's one you need because he's got some stories. And uh, the best part about Davey's stories though is his delivery. I I, I, there's, See, I hardly had a chance to get to talk to him. There's, it was such uh, a busy weekend, man. Good then. Cause then that'll make for, that'll make for a good episode then. Oh yeah. He's uh he is seriously like probably the the funniest guy I've ever coached, like ever. Like he's our he's our class clown and just you, you need those guys. The, oh, so he and but and that being said, I gotta say too, like he's also like he, he's a gamer. So so he's such a gamer, so well respected. The boys like he he'll, he'll also, he may like, joke around, but he's when it when it's go time. Oh, yeah. he knows he knows he knows exactly. Yeah, and but just probably the funniest guy I've ever coached. He's a, he's a great guy. Okay. Um, so then what was it like then you talked about the COVID stuff there, the season getting shut down, which Cardiff would have won. Right. But either way. Yeah. Um, so with COVID and everything though, and like you're a young guy, you had a contract with Sheffield, but like, what was like, do you, were you talking with the players a lot? Did you have a team signed? I don't even know what all went on. Like, what do you do during all that? Yeah. Well, we had a, we had a team signed. We were all ready to come back and all ready to go. We were getting ready to start in October and then October turned into November and then November turned into December. And then it just it started to, then we had to start let, you know, we're not let guys go out of their contracts and play elsewhere. And so our team that we had signed kind of disappeared because, you know, there's no, there's no, we had no jobs to give them. So uh, it was so strange, man. And it was, it was so it was the longest wait ever because obviously everyone had to deal, live through it. It was terrible, but also like you had that date circled on when you get to start and when you get to go back at it. And then it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And that was and when you're a but... hockey guy and you can't wait for the next season. Like no. I, re- I remember when I was a player, man, I couldn't wait to get back and see all the boys yeah. and get going with them. hundred percent. And that's why I was like, I almost, I wish, I almost wish like, okay, we, we ended up getting the, the elite series going in like April and it was like a month long, but until then it was like, it was tough. Cause you're just almost rather just known from the beginning May because then you're, you kept getting let down every time you found out it wasn't going to be this day or this day or this day. Um, and eventually we got the elite series going, which was. So you guys were over there for, for that. Something. Cause it was mainly just British guys playing in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, we had each team had, eight imports only for that. And there's four teams. And so the, we did like a draft. He was on your team, right? Yeah. Cause he, he built his camper van with Jono. He said, yeah, yeah, he was on our team for that. He was on our team for that. And again, it was like five weeks. So it wasn't, wasn't much. I didn't get to work with them a ton, but uh, yeah, that's where, that's where I would have coached them. 
Yeah, that would have been a really trying time for hockey players, but also coaches. You don't really think of them. I don't. Oh, yeah. I always think about the players. No, you no, know, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's but it was true. a hard time when I saw some of my buddies. Right, that especially the older ones. That it's like a lot of them were pushed out of the game because of it all yeah. where they, it was time to yeah. move on, which a lot of them made that decision. Then there were some of them that like, that were ready to go when it, it started again and they're still doing well, right, like yeah. my age. And I'm proud of those guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's exactly, that's right. We had, we had one guy army. He actually kind of like semi like retired and because, because of it, like you said, forced into it. And then he, uh, you know, called called foxy and i said f this man this sucks <laughs> i'm coming as soon as we have the next season he's like well, isn't he like, dead now though yeah so he had one more year and then then he got like a he got a really good job opportunity a, a real job if you want to call it that at the end of the year and he had to take it so he's done now but he's also a calgary guy so i i, I still see him quite often actually Okay. Um, yeah. Well, you guys have had like great players on that team. That one guy that just left that he, he seemed to be a fan favorite that Valorant Valorant. Yeah. He's a really good player. Interesting he's, skates he's, on him. Those boots are something, eh? What are they white? Okay. No, they're all black. Black. black That's, I knew black, they were weird. Black yeah. Tucks. Like black laces, black tucks. Of, yeah. He, he got, he got, uh, Chirp for that pretty pretty aggressively from the boys. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to put up some points where it's boots like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. That's the thing though. I I actually he's you're putting pressure on yourself in those boots, right? You're gonna have he to produce loved it. He loved it. He loved the spotlight. Like he I actually think he wanted like a target on his back, and that's why he, he did it. He's just that kind of guy. Well, and some guys play it. better, right? When they yeah, yeah, he did. He was that guy, he thrived off it. So I was like, all right, stick with him. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting league though, eh? Let's be honest. Oh, There's yeah. Belfast, Sheffield, and Cardiff these days. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. But it's, it's not crazy. easy to win a trophy, is it? Oof, man, it was it was brutal. And even this like the fit you play 54 playoff games. You're playing playoff games in September, and that's crazy to pound that through the new guys heads it, it, it is a thing you have to like yeah. the the sooner they realize it the the yeah. better right because yeah it's true my first month in the uk i totally didn't get how important every single game was no no well even it was even a learning curve for me and you know when i first got there but yeah. working you know it's it was uh definitely a wake-up call and uh you know and you hear it all the time and, and sometimes too like you know, if guys probably feel stupid or we're coming in there saying like, like our season's on the line here, you know, at the end of, in the beginning of October or something, you know what I mean? The guys are losing it, but it's like not that, not that far off. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's such a mental grind for the guys too. Well, like, and it starts again soon here. Like, man, I can't believe I how fast time goes in the shed here. Like, yeah, I've done 185 episodes and life's going by really fast these days, but like, that like another season's going to start at like, I know I'm still doing yeah. the podcast and like we're yeah. still chatting. And like, then there's all these other guys I could talk to. There's new guys signed in different places. And like guys I've already had on or reaching out, like, do you want to talk about beside it here or there? And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. It's fun to be back in the game, you know? 
Oh yeah, you've done really well. Like you said, fans fans in England are wearing your wearing your podcast shirt and jerseys and who would have thought the Sheffield awesome. Steelers and I'd be getting along, right? That's what I mean, hey? 2022, folks. Wild times. We're, we're not so bad, eh? Not so bad. You know, when you start talking around, all these yeah. hockey guys are really kind of the same. We just wear different outfits each year. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. No, yeah. It's true. But uh, like, and that's what's interesting to me is the more I talk around, it's all about like your work ethic, the type of person you are. And those are the people that stay in the game. Those are the people that like continue to get jobs in the game are because guys like you are calling around saying, Hey, what type of guy is he? What type of teammate is he? Yeah. And, and every yeah. year you weed out the ones that aren't that great of teammates. Right. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Kind of what happens at pro hockey folks. Right. At least yep. we try. You know, to. And you meet, and you meet <laughs> some of the best people. Exactly. And you meet some of the best people too, that, you know, pro that's hockey brings a lot of people together that way too, that you would never, you would have you know. never met, right? Like all those people exactly. you talk about, the different nationalities and where they're from. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You say co- you ne- would have never met them. I would have never been to no, Germany. Exactly. I would have never been to Wales, England. I would have still, yeah. I would have just been at home, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, uh, I'm not sure what else I got other than you said, like, why did you have you on instead of the head coach? Well, I find it quite yeah. interesting when you're 24 years old and you've already been coaching pro for five years and you seem to have all the respect to the players and you're just a young punk. I think it's pretty neat. (laughs) Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I enjoy, enjoy what I'm, what I'm doing. I'm just happy to be involved in the game still, just like yourself. Well, you seem to be doing a good job, but uh, you know, thank you. appreciate that. I just not sure how loud I'm going to be cheering for your team next year, you know, but the devils do look like they got a squad. The devils look like they got a squad. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. They put together a good team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They look like put put together a really good team there. Um, They they really put it all out on the table, you know, later right out there. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And Brody, um, good hire there. He did a good job to finish uh, last season with the boys there. I haven't met, I haven't met him yet, but I'm, I think we have like a coaches meeting and in, in uh, have you had them on? Have you had Brody I did after they won it? Yeah, I had DuPont and Neil Francis nice. on after they won it. Yeah. Neil yeah. Francis, yeah, nice, nice. But was um was he there? Because Neil Francis has been involved with them for a while. He they? was the bench coach uh my first year, never played me enough. I still give him shit about it. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh him and Lordo were the he was the bench coach, Lord was player coach. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We were not a lot of, I don't think we have any player coaches in there anymore, but I, I've heard, I've heard a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of player coach stories. There, oh, it was a thing, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, let me, I'll got one question for you then before we leave. How was, how was that like having a player? Was he like wearing it? Does he wear, wear equipment while he's like drawing drills up on the board and stuff? Yeah. Or? He was in full gear. So, he had a whistle on his glove and he would legit like be going in on a three on two and then like blow the whistle and then take the shot for the next rep. It was wild. <laughs> wow. Okay. And and talk about walking the line. Is that weird too? Like, so he, when he first became the head coach there, like he'd go out on the town with us at the start of the season. And like, we would be running a muck in town, right? Like walking down the street with right. your head coach and it was living. And um, I think each right. year he separated himself more and more and more. 
Um, and yeah. then just became like the coach, right. And not even the player, yeah. but uh, yeah. that first year when he takes over as a player coach and like, you know, he was like, this is our team together. And it was man. It was a wild yeah. year. It was fun. <laughs> ah, crazy. Crazy. He's a good guy. I, re- I really like Florida in the, in the few times I met him. Well, um, it's strange to say, but um, <laughs> I like the orange are like, uh, like probably what, like almost my second favorite team in the league now, you know, that's what I was, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, if you had a number two now, well, Manchester's is up there too. You know, we've had, you know, oh, had yeah. their new coach on had Finner on, you know, they're yeah, a low budget yeah. team. I like to root for the underdogs, you know? So, yeah. and I, I like no, their barn, too. right. I like their barn. So not me. I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. On that. I am not a fan of that barn. I totally understand but that. I, I totally yeah, understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're used yeah. to your nice arena and sheffield the big lights yeah, yeah, yeah all the nice seats yeah right right yeah yeah, yeah. Right. you pre-madonnas <laughs> yeah yeah I know. I know uh but no i i think it'd be cool if the storm could have a good season with the new coach he seemed like a dandy when he came to the shed um and finner's a good dude yeah. um so those are my three teams right now i guess right those are those are by honey bowls right now in the uk yeah. Thanks, everybody. Those are good to Um. So, anyways, thanks for coming and keep on uh, running amok in the coaching world. And uh, I was. So, what's your goal then? You're just gonna keep going with like the assistant coaching, and then hopefully you do well. And then, like, is there gonna be a time where you're gonna want to try and take on the head coaching thing, or are you just one year at a time? Uh, I think long term goal definitely. Uh, like to be a head coach, but you know, we you know we talked a lot about my age and. I'm in no rush to do that. I just want to make sure I don't want to make that jump too early. Right. I just want to make sure when I do that I'm and you get the right opportunity. Ready, yeah. Exactly. There are exactly. bad opportunities in Europe. People may not understand that, but you could take over a team no, and have a shitty owner and no money to work with. And then, and then never get another opportunity come by again. So right. I, it's more about what, what's more about, you know, where I'm at and how I feel, you know, cause I still, you know, I, still got lots to learn i'm still a young guy i want to make sure it's the right time and don't do that too early and um you know when like you said make sure the right opportunity presents itself when I uh, do that. yeah and there is a lot to learn to coach and man i coached under 11s last year and like each situation right like you could review or like practices oh, like yeah. what drill went well and it's like yeah no it's yeah it's it's it's, it's crazy and you always want to gotta go in with a plan every game and I run the penalty kill uh, for Sheffield and, you, you know, breaking down, break down every team's power play, best way to do it. You might change it. Um, you know, a lot of conversations, with the guys, and then it's also more important than anything too, though. It's managing people. You gotta, you gotta, you almost have to have like uh, 20 different coaching styles because Everybody everybody's different that's like we said with the so, nationalities every guy is different yeah. there's guys you can be hard exactly. on there's guys that you got to yeah. rub their back there's guys that like you can be honest with and then there's guys where you have to pretend they didn't suck even when they did exactly that's exactly right so it's it's, it's you need to you need to be make sure you're uh, you got 20 different styles and you can manage them all very well and so that's uh it's a lot it's a lot to learn so well, sounds like you know what you're doing and uh, quite wow, impressive the that. career you've already got going on here at such a young age, you know, strange appreciate stuff. That. Thank you. Well, keep yeah, on yeah, running amok, sir. 
And this Thank has been sir. another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Little Beast and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Goldbands. I'm like Pete Southdown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind. I'm not